eventually you hit space and then what? Like once you once you've gone into outer space, you know, Tesla, one of the largest There's companies. not a lot of customers in outer space. I know. Well then but <laughs> it, but you hit there. Like once you're once you're exploring the last frontier, then what? So scalability, I there might be a place where it's okay, this is the size of company that we're comfortable being. And you might say, okay, this is great. I can grow and I can be this big. And at that big, then it might be, it's past me. It's past what I wanted to do. Let me sell and let me do something else. I am always in awe of the vice president of sales who understands his or her limit, her, their cap. And they say, I, I'm really good in this space. As soon as it gets above this, I'm going to sell out. And I'm going to go start again and then continue to play inside of my zone. I am such, I admire that VP who can do that. Yeah, that's, and as you were talking about that, my mind is thinking of a a physical structure because I I like to think in terms of concrete blocks, right? Mm -hmm. Not blocks of concrete, just something concrete in my mind. (laughs) So here's what I'm picturing. If you had, if you took a golf tee and put it upside down, so you got the base yep. and the point, the points going up. And then on top of that point, you've got a triangle. And on each corner of the triangle, you've got profitability, scalability, and marketability. And then the bottom pedestal is sustainability. If one of those three on the top triangle becomes too heavy, it starts to tip. And it'll tip over. You have to keep them equally balanced. Is that what you're saying? hundred percent. Okay. On this week's episode of the Selling Podcast, we talk about sustainability. This is one of the four elements in building a business. First, we have scalability. Second, profitability. Third, marketability. And fourth, sustainability. We're jumping out of order. We're taking four before three. Simply Wait, because we Mike wants was... it done that way. <laughs> There's not an order. <laughs> All right, we're recording. With over 50 years and millions of worldwide traveled miles between the two of us, we have tasted defeat and relished in sweet, sweet victory. Looking for inspirational entertainment, motivation, and practical insights to drive your business? Welcome to the Selling Podcast. And in no particular order, we're going to take (laughs) these four things in this order because this is the order it should be. (laughs) All right. All right, Mike, scale or sustainability. <clears throat> Let me try that again. All right, Mike, sustainability. I love what you're what you're talking about about this pedestal, about balancing the three things and having sustainability at the bottom. The only thing I don't like about it is it uh, it kind of means that one thing's more important than the other, and I don't think it is. I think all of them are equally important, right? They're all part of the same puzzle. Correct. Because if you don't, if you can't have, if you can't have sustainability, because sustainability needs to be an equal part in this whole thing, because if it's not sustainable, then you're not going to do it. Take anything you look at, take a look at this. So for example, if I'm selling something, selling something, if I get burned out because I'm putting too much time in, it's not scalable. I'm not meeting my work-life, you know, trade-off, then I'm done. Like I'm out. It's not sustainable, no matter how profitable it is, no matter how big I can grow it, no matter how marketable, if, if I can't sustain it, then I'm not going to do it. 
So I think maybe then we need to kind of reset a level set. I hate those terms. I think we need to actually define what you mean by scalability. Are we talking about scalability from a company perspective or from an individual rep perspective? From an individual rep perspective, I, I did throw in some scalability from a company perspective just because that's when I when I'm consulting, that's also what I'm taking a look at as well to say, hey, right. there needs to be scalability. Um, and from a company standpoint, we are mainly looking though from an individual. How can I how can I grow this as a sales rep? So that that becomes a little bit different conversation in my head because as an individual rep, I don't have to worry about the scalability of the company. They're they're going to make enough product that I can sell, right? Correct. Correct. Theoretically, it's really how do I distribute my time and my resources to effectively sell the products? Correct. So, yeah, your individual sales business, because essentially you're a business owner, whatever mm-hmm. type of rep you are, your business owner, you're, you need to be a franchisee. Correct. And the whole idea when we talked about scalability was having a repeatable process. You know, how do you get your repeatable process? So our scalability was process driven. So that way, if we add more Lego pieces, all we're doing is adding them on. We don't have to reconstruct a whole Lego because they they fit. All of them are uniform. They fit on. So we can pull in another rep and say, hey, here's the plan. Adjust it to your personality. But here's the process. Go. So now I take a look at that and I think, okay, scalability, I'm going to focus in the current channels that I'm in. Mm-hmm. In other words, if I'm selling pens, don't give me toothpicks. Correct. Because that takes me completely out of my channel. You sent me a product the other day that I loved. And I can't remember what it was, but it was it was great. It was really a great niche idea. I loved it. The challenge was, is it was just that one product. And looking mm-hmm. at at ways to go into different areas, it was really rough because it didn't it didn't fit other areas. So for example, it was like, it was like, for example, it was like, I want to build the shoe where I have magnets, polar opposite magnets on the, on the shoe. So that way you hover every time you walk. So you walk, you step, you never actually touch the ground. It's just this cushion. I have had this idea since I was a kid. I drew it up. I think when I was under 10 years old and I drew it up. And then when I was in my teens, I said, okay, cool. Let me take a look. Here's where I need posts to be able to hold everything in place. You know, I use some, you know, attracting magnets to be able to hold everything together. I love this idea. The challenge is, is as I keep getting older, I'm realizing that I don't have the, it's not, well, it's not sustainable, but scalability, like I can't go anywhere. I'm stuck with just that one thing, you know, cause I can't move it into different, into different channels. Well, we'll take your childhood designs another discussion. Time. Okay, perfect. Well, let's talk about let's talk about the product I sent you. It is very niche. It's got one specific purpose. But now we're talking about scalability because that one purpose fits a ginormous opportunity. Right? And it's a it's a niche where mm-hmm. nobody else is playing. So that's why I think it's important to recognize the the parts that uh, that you can assemble keep you in your uh, 
in the right call pattern, in the right channel that mm -hmm. you're in, but you're adding materials to it that can complement it, accentuate it, and make it more effective. To me, that's sustainability. If I can continue to grow one channel by adding different products into it, that's sustainable for me as a sales rep. Now, we've talked about sustainability and we've been using scalability and sustainability interchangeably here, mm -hmm. which yeah. I think is okay. I also think we need to add in that sustainability that scalability is just one piece. In that sustainability, we need to take a look at profitability and marketability as well. You know, sure. Can we sustain profit margins as we grow? You know, how much yeah. more is it going to cost us to be able to grow? You don't like doing charity work. Correct. And then mar <laughs> marketability, when we look at customer base, when we look at, you know, promotion, is that also sustainable? And having those three together, profitability, marketability, and scalability, is that sustainable? Now, going back to your conversation last week, your buddy who sold hot dogs. Mike, I don't know that one year in my book is sustainable. Like somebody does something for a year. Is that sustainable? No. Would that depend? It's just well, a year. it depends. No, it depends. Who's to say that he couldn't have kept selling if he was profitable? All right. Well, he chose not to. Something wasn't, something wasn't because there. It wasn't his passion. It's not what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know where that comes in, what you want to do, where that fits into your model. Well, so here's here's where I look at sustainability because because I was throwing it out there where one year is it is that sustainable or not and trying to bait you into it. The the answer is well, it depends because Fish Kiss, for example, mm -hmm. their idea was, hey, we want to grow and build something. Their idea wasn't, hey, I want to be a long-term creative franchise. Like their idea was, hey, let's grow and build something. And that's what they wanted to do. Now they can turn around and do that same thing again and again and again. And that's sustainable. Like being that serial entrepreneur, that's sustainable. It goes back to that, to the manager, that sales VP that I love who knows, hey, I'm really good at this niche and I'm going to keep going back at this. The, the people that we look at and say, wow, that's incredible, are the Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk. It's because they've taken this small company and they've grown it. Steve Jobs, another one. You know, small company from super small, Bill Gates, same thing. Super small, but they've been able to grow it to these large organizations. And they really haven't had a whole turnover in their leadership, you know, they're still at the head. That's really unique. That's really bizarre. And they've been paid very nicely for being able to create that transition. Most normal human beings can't do that. That's true. And what they did, but even Apple, they've diversified, they've changed. Microsoft has changed. Microsoft used to be well, how to put this? Well, Amazon used, just used to be books. It's ridiculous. Exactly. So they've evolved. Mm -hmm. They've changed their, their their scale. They've changed their marketability. Mm -hmm. They've adapted and they've actually grown. And this is this comes back to what I think is kind of the overarching uh, directive of all four of these platforms: vision. 
If you've got a vision for where you want to go, that's going to give you the profitability. It'll give you the marketability, but it's, it depends on your vision. And I don't think that Jeff Bezos, when he started selling books online, really thought they'd have the world's largest distribution network. Correct. Maybe he did. Maybe, I don't know. Or, or being heavy into electric cars. Yeah. The way that they are. Yeah. It's one thing that got me on this sustainability piece, because when, when looking at building a biz, scalability, profitability, marketability, we see those out there often. I love the sustainability portion because when I'm building a business, when I have one to five clients, they're getting a huge portion of my time. And more Mm -hmm. than likely looking down the road, they are not going to be my largest clients. Right. And And they're going to give up their time. Correct. And so I'm giving them this extreme amount of time when in reality, that's not sustainable. Like realistically for the size that they are, for the size that I'm going to be, they might be, you know, five, 10 minutes worth of my time. And instead I'm giving them hours of my time. Right. So setting that, that from the get go, setting that expectation with the customer to say, listen, I'm willing to give you this time because I have it right now in the future. Just know that I, it's just not sustainable setting that expectation. And maybe the customer goes elsewhere. Or maybe the customer matures where they can take on a lot of this. Yeah. Self-sustained. A lot of the things that you were doing for them becomes part of their process. Mm -hmm. And then you go on to the next. Yeah. When you're building a business, just looking at your time, where do you want to be with growth? You know, when I was, when I was starting out in sales, I knew that, okay, I wanted to grow and I can accomplish this much. I had over 700 doctors that I could visit in my territory. I couldn't, I can't have a relationship with all 700. It's just not possible, nor Hmm. they're not willing to do it. I can't do it. I need to choose, okay, how many can I actually have a really good relationship with? Maybe it's 250, 250 good acquaintances, but out of that, maybe 50 are really good with my time. That's why, you know, dropping the ones who are draining your time and not allowing you to grow. That's why that's so important here when we talk about sustainability. Yeah. Because sustainability also ties into your vision for the future, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. So the hot dog stand, sustainable or not sustainable? Depends on his vision. Exactly. Maybe maybe he wanted to have a chain of hot dog carts in front of every Home Depot in the world. J Dogs, like that's that was his deal. Well, J Dog started as a as a senior class project at university, right? Can and they it, do something it, really? Is cheap? that how it started? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just a couple of guys, and they started with a little tiny cart, and now they've got I don't know six, seven restaurants, and all they sell the only thing they sell hot dogs. That's S- it. Sustainable. Well, they do sell chips and drink. But that's yeah. it. But I love that, you know, building a business. Is it something where you, so individually looking at it, can I be doing this long-term? You know, what does that sustainability look like? And maybe it's not, maybe, maybe as a sales rep, you're looking and say, you know what? I don't want to be doing this long-term. Well, that's fine. What do you enjoy doing? Do you enjoy growing businesses? Do you enjoy coming into mature businesses and, you know, cultivating relationships? Do you enjoy, you know, helping companies consolidate? You know, what do you like to do as a sales rep? What drives you? Because that's when that's going to help you with sustainability long-term. 
And this is why you can't be pursuing the dollar sign because that's a moving target. Mm -hmm. You need to be comfortable in doing what you're doing. You like to enjoy what you're doing, like the people you're with. The dollar signs will follow. If you're good, absolutely. If you're good, but follow your passion. Because mm-hmm. if you're passionate, you're going to continue to thrive because you're yeah, going to keep learning. You're going to keep getting better. You're going to want to continue to do it. Yeah. And this is going to segue a little bit and I'll be on a soapbox for a second. If you're only following the money, you may score a couple times, but long term, the sustainability probably is not going to be there because as soon as it gets difficult, then you're going to say, why am I doing this? And you're going to be quick to look for another avenue, quick to make a jump. If you, if you enjoy what you're doing, you're passionate about what you're doing, you run into hard times, you'll find a way to get through it. Mike, I don't know how we're going to bounce back from sustainability to talk about marketability. This is why I think sustainability is kind of the capstone. It's, it's kind of all encompassing into everything here. Only if the customer wants it. Still feel there's not an order. Only, uh, only if the customer wants it. (laughs) So when we look at sustainability, looking at how long it's also looking at what are you, what are you good at? What do you want to do? And many times starting out, you're not going to know. And that's just fine. As a sales rep, just beginning, you're not going to know what you like and don't like. That's fine. But it also falls into your plan. If you know what you don't like or you know what you do like and you start doing something small increments, but you have a plan, a vision for where you want it to go, it's okay. Follow the vision, follow your passion, your plan, and maybe do one or two things that you know you do like, but you need to learn and understand what you don't like or learn lessons from it. Follow that path too. You just don't stay in it. Mike, I've mentioned this before, but as a, as a sales rep, I was having a really, really bad year and having a bad year. I was looking and saying, you know what? I need to, I need to bounce. I need to leave the company. The year wasn't going exactly how I wanted. I mm-hmm. wasn't doing that well. It was, I need to move and find something else. The VP of sales pulled me aside, Ray. And he yeah. said, listen, you need to figure this out. He says, you can leave and go on and be just fine. If you stay and figure this out, you're going to be amazing. And so I stayed and I figured it out. What I found was I loved solving problems. I loved diving into my business. It was really hard, super painful and frustrating. I loved diving in, analyzing, figuring out where I needed to improve, what I needed to do, how I needed to make money and how the customer needed to be happy. I needed to figure out all those pieces. I loved it. It was so difficult, but so rewarding. That's from that experience. That's moved me into this whole world of, I love helping people solve problems. You know, whether it's financial problems, whether it's, you know, problems with, you know, the companies, the sales, whatever it is, I love doing that. It provides me so much personal reward. I I love it. Yeah. So, If I would have bailed though, I would have never experienced that. When we look at sustainability, it's, it's, you're going to do some things that are going to be super uncomfortable. Give them a try. See how they pan out. That's the only time you grow. If you're only doing what's always comfortable, you'll never grow. You'll never change, never evolve. But you have to couple that with a vision. Where do you want to be? 
Mm-hmm. And and it goes back to this. Um, it's like being in a batting slump, right? You know what you're supposed to do. You go back and you analyze, okay, is my stance correct? Am I holding the bat right? Am I, am I guessing on pitches? You start to figure out what I'm doing wrong. And that way, you know where you go back to, fi- to fix the issue. It's mm-hmm. all about the fundamentals. And everything we talk about here, it's all about fundamentals. We're not talking about rocket science game changers. It's focusing back on the fundamentals. That's, mm-hmm. that's the biggest message that I've always taken away. I love the sustainability piece because without sustainability, people get burned out. They get burned out. They want to go other places. They want to do other things. And just because you're facing difficulty doesn't mean you stop. It doesn't mean it's not your thing. You can still go through a very tough time and it be your thing. That's fine. Yeah. In fact, it's sometimes that's the only way you can find out if it is your thing. You have to stick with it. Yeah. And so, and I'm saying, make sure your vision lines up with your effort. Cause if you've got a long-term vision, you don't, if you, uh, if I want to be a professional bowler, mm-hmm. okay. And that's my really, vision. That would, you would, you would be an awesome professional bowler, Mike. <laughs> Only cause I like the shoes. No. <laughs> um, if I want to be a professional bowler, I don't spend time selling golf clubs. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so I want, I want to make sure that my vision lines up with what I'm doing and then make sure that I understand that channel, understand what my customers needs are inside that channel so I can help them be successful. Because if I'm working to make my customers successful and I'm looking at things from their perspective, it's going to be sustainable for me. Mm-hmm. It's Rainier Viego had an interesting point because Rainier Viego's personality is he's go, 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 go. I need to take a break. Decaf. Go, 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 Decaf. go, 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 go. Decaf, yeah. Rainier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, when we look about sustainability, you know, there's there's different, there's a different definition for sustainability depending on who you are. For him, his sustainability is running as fast as he possibly can and then walking for two seconds and then running as fast as he can and then walking for two seconds. That's that's fine. Now, this leads leads back to our discussion. Is sales a marathon or a sprint? It's a sprint for sure. Um, <laughs> is that sustainable? Absolutely. It is. <laughs> absolutely. It is. No, and so, so it's when we look at sustainability, it's going to take time to, to, to see where, where you're good, where you're comfortable, what you want to do and how it's sustainable for you. Cause you're going to push yourself. You're going to find out, Ooh, that's too far. I popped the balloon. Then I know now where the balloon bursts. And now I'm going to scale it back just a little bit. That's an uncomfortable place to be, especially when you're continually trying to push yourself to become better. Yeah, Mike Crotta talked about this. Remember when he talked about having a pitching coach come in or the scouting reports come in on a certain guy and says, mm-hmm. this guy can't hit a left-handed curveball. <laughs> and Mike says, well, that's great. I'm not left-handed. <laughs> I can't throw a left-handed pitch. So he had to think, what is in my control? You know, mm-hmm. What can I do with my skill set? And making sure that my skill set is still aligned with the end goal, with my vision. When you do that, take a look at all the pieces involved. It's Mm -hmm. not just scalability, can I grow? It's can I grow in these areas and is the company okay with that? And if you are the leader looking at, okay, am I providing that profitability metric 
so people are growing in all the right areas that I'm wanting to push. Knowing that some people might be better suited for a certain product sale, a certain customer base, others another. So make sure that you have that balance overall. And as a sales rep, take a look at your profitability. Are you wanting to be profitable or can you be profitable selling to that certain certain segment? Is it scalable? And do you have the ability to market all of that? And then looking at your accountability partner, your spouse, whoever it is to say, can I keep this up long-term? Yep. And bottom line is you need to make the decision because you can't be everything for everyone. Correct. I think that was a song, wasn't it? You can't please everyone. So um, it's probably an old song. A really (laughs) old song. Um, I think that's accurate. And I think it's really, it comes down to, well, if you boil it all down, Shakespeare said, be true to thyself, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know your skills, you know your abilities, you know what you understand, you know what you can do. All you need to do is stick with those fundamentals. Then you've got all of those pieces of the puzzle that we've been talking about that fit into it. Keep the vision, figure out how each of those play into the role. Mike, next week we talk about marketability. We saved your favorite for last. I like this. We have to, we have to talk about it. I'm so nervous. nervous. Stick with your strengths, Scott. Yeah. Which is sustainability, scalability. It's probably not marketability. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a marketer. No, nobody really knows what marketing means. (laughs) (laughs) These are the four. I, Mike, I, are we missing anything? I haven't, if you're listening and you think we're missing something, with building a business, we have scalability, profitability, marketability, and sustainability. If we're missing something, we want to hear from you. Please reach out. You can reach us at Mike at the selling podcast.com or Scott at the selling podcast.com. Send us an email. Um, we want to know. We want to make sure that what we're thinking here at least covers some core fundamentals of creating your business. And while you're there, you can feel free to give us a rating. But we only accept five-star ratings. <laughs> Mike, thanks so much. We'll continue next week as we conclude on how to build your business. All right, guys. See ya.